Defended by Simmons. Is this the Tiger? Battleborn Phantom. Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Argonauts podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Anselmo, talking to you guys today about your favorite team in the CFL, your Toronto Argonauts. And guys, is this episode big? QB1 is back in double blue. Quarterback McLeod Bethel-Thompson has re-signed to a one-year extension. The 33-year-old took the Argos to a division title in 2021 throwing for 2,303 yards and 12 touchdowns through 14 regular season games last year for the Argonauts. Uh, he was the East Division All-Star for the first time in his career. He uh, you know, initially spent time with Arbuckle, you know, they split it, uh, before taking over as the Argos starter following Arbuckle's deal to Edmonton. And, uh, you know, this was massive. Like I said on uh, episodes prior to this, I expected this to be the move. Um, the reason why is I think McLeod Bethel Thompson's end of the season, uh, kind of, you know, wasn't fair to him. A lot of people talk, yeah, like I told you about the stuff that happened with the camera and all that, that I'm not really focused on. Uh, he apologized credit to him. You know, he's just a leader. The guys love him. And I think that's so important. Um, you know, I don't understand the criticism he's still getting for that. You know, you can tell he was genuinely sorry and it was the heat of the moment, like a camera being stuck in your face like that, like, come on. Uh, anybody would have reacted like that. So uh, I don't, I didn't understand that part, but you know, Arbuckle, like I said, he was here last year with McLeod and uh, he McLeod's never really had the opportunity to come into a year as the number one starter. Like last year we knew it was the split time scenario. Um, A lot of people even thought Arbuckle was going to be the number one for like the longest time, which he did start off the season. You know, it's kind of that role, but um, Bethel Thompson was just kind of, you know, leaning down the road, but, uh, you know, he's never really had this opportunity to come into the season as number one. And we saw what he did last year. And now that the, the, you know, the offense is going to be focused around him and what he brings and his style of quarterback. I think this is a good move for the Argonauts. And I said this, yes, Masoli and all those guys that you look out for in free agency, uh, you know, the big name ads. Like, those would have been nice, depending on whatever system you want to use. But I said, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, I think, is probably the safest option. And he's never had the opportunity like he's going to get this year. It's a one-year deal. He is a veteran. Uh, You know, he's been with the Argonauts uh, for a while. He's earned this spot. Last year was not achievable without him. So he is certainly a player that I'm looking forward to seeing back in double blue. And the guys love him. I already said that. Uh, he's a great quarterback within this league, and I really think that he is a future champion. So there's nobody that I would rather have as my Argos quarterback going into next year, uh, given the names that I've seen in free agency. Uh, obviously, you know, I have the bias with Jeremiah Masoli because of the Oregon career, but, you know, Bethel Thompson just brings you that. I, I would say probably the like the highest floor um, I think guys like Masoli might have a higher ceiling and uh, all that, but I think McLeod Bethel Thompson probably gives you the safest floor. But I also think he has the best chance at achieving, uh, you know, a higher ceiling than like the rest. I think the other guys could probably achieve, you know, a higher ceiling, but the odds of that are a lot less than 
you know, Bethel Thompson achieving, you know, an elite season. And I just think that, you know, you just know what you're going to get out of McLeod, right? Like, you know what you're going to get. We've seen him here in Toronto. We saw what he did last year with the offense. You know, he really turned it up down the road uh, with Arbuckle gone. And, you know, this is kind of just him. And I think Simmons on the roster at the moment. Uh, he's going to have the chance to be QB1 for the first time in his, you know, Argos career where he is the number one. So I think he's going to show out. I'm excited for this year. And with him as our, you know, full-time QB1, I think good things to come. Uh, good things are to come. And with the moves they made, this team is certainly ready for next year. And I cannot wait. Uh, you know, it's been such a long offseason, it feels like, uh, because of, you know, who likes the offseason, right? Especially as a fan. You know, as a player, I, you know, they need the rest and all that. So, you know, hopefully they're doing well and all that stuff. They need the offseason. But as a fan, you know, it's like a drag. It's like, oh, you're just dying for the team to come back. Uh, because of how much you miss Argos football. So, you know, I'm looking forward to BMO in the summer, especially with McLeod there now. I'm, I'm telling you guys, I think big things to come for this Argos team for next season. So uh, with the McLeod-Bethel-Thompson talk out of the way, let's get to the probably the most important part of this episode is the trade talk. So the trade that happened between the Argonauts and St. Peters, uh, the Argos received free safety Royce Mechie. Uh, he's 25 years old, 5'11", 197 pounds. Uh, in 2021, he played seven games, 31 defensive tackles, one interception, one forced fumble. Uh, in 2019, he played 17 games with 48 defensive tackles, seven special teams tackles, and three interceptions. Uh, this is a homecoming for Mechie, who is from nearby Brampton, Ontario, actually. Uh, Mechie spent time with uh, you know the Stampeders for three seasons. Uh, he's also the older brother of Alabama wide receiver John Mechie, who has recently declared for the NFL draft this year in 2022. So Mechie, uh, I think he's going to come in as kind of, uh, I guess, FS number two uh, just to start the year. But, you know, this is a Mace guy, right? Like uh, he spent time with the Stampeders. They did give up Cam Judge, uh, who's going the other way. Um, so, you know. That's a topic I'm going to be t touching up on next. But, um, you know, Mechie's a guy that I think Mace has seen his improvement. And uh, I think he knows what he's got here. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mechie actually makes a massive impact on this Argonauts defense next year. Because, you know, we've seen the growth. He's still relatively young. He's only 25. Um, and, you know, I think Mace targeting him kind of tells you something because they did give up cam judge who you know didn't have the greatest years but he's still you know i guess kind of a valuable asset um in a way i guess the argos weren't going to keep him i guess he didn't want to stay so i think moving him for mechie was a fantastic move uh we need depth at the back especially uh you know with thibodeau's future or tebow's future future sorry and uh you know i really think he can make an impact i think he actually can i think this is gonna be a huge trade down the line here um He's versatile as well, and uh, if Mace is familiar with him, you know that he is going to, you know, continue to develop him, and we can see something that we've never seen from his game, potentially a, you know, a CFL full-time starter, which he's gotten more game action in the past, and then this year he only got up into seven games, uh, but in 2019 he played 17, so, you know, he has uh, got the workload under his belt and his experience, so... I'm looking forward to this. I love the move. I love that he's a hometown guy. And uh, I'm really excited for what he can bring to this team. But now let's go to the asset going back the other way. 
you know, it was Cam Judge, who was the understudy to Dexter McCoyle. Uh, nine games last year, he had 13 defensive tackles, one special team tackle. The thing with Cam Judge is, you know, he's brought over from Saskatchewan. He had such an awesome 2019 season in 17 games played, 61 defensive tackles, 11 special teams tackles, five sacks, two interceptions, one touchdown, and one forced fumble. Uh, you know, he was a beast over there in Saskatchewan for the Rough Riders. And uh, it just, I guess, didn't translate to the Argonauts and what we all expected. Like I said, he was the understudy to McCoyle in that East final. So I guess, you know, throughout the year, it kind of just translated into that. And, um, you know, Calgary made this move hoping to reform his game, right? And they have a new defensive outlook over there in uh, Calgary. So the Stampeders are a fantastic, you know, franchise within the CFL, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We've seen what they've done in the past, uh, you know, with superstars and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm happy for him to get this opportunity to kind of rebound. I think he deserves it. You know, I think he is a talented football player. But, you know, getting Mechie, I think, is huge for this team. You know, you, you can't just add depth and you know you go in free agency like you can add players at the safety position and you know defensive backs but I don't think you can ever get that full kind of floor where you know what you're getting I think with Mechie here um, and what you know his past with Mason I think there is something here that uh, is going to be special I think that you know there's a reason they did part with Cam Judge you know part of that was the playing rights and stuff like that but uh, Mechie is going to be a baller and I have a good feeling about that. I've seen him play with Calgary, um, you know, especially uh, in 2019. Uh, you know, he, he is a good player. He is. And uh, I think this is going to be really important down the line, especially if an injury ever did happen to, you know, uh, anybody at the defensive back position or, you know, potential safeties. Um, so, but with that, you know, Tebow's future, Tebow, like, you know, it's uh, tough to say, you know, what's going to happen because uh you know adding more depth on a position like safety uh you know it's tough to give lock positions but you know butler i think is going to remain the starter and uh tebow i think is maybe pushing out the way with uh you know the addition of mechie so i'm excited for mechie to come in i think like i said he's gonna be a baller so you can tell by the way i'm talking about this deal i was excited when i saw it i've seen royce play uh, and what he brings to the defensive side of the ball is something I think Toronto can use here, especially some uh, insurance behind Butler in case of injury. So, you know, he could work his way into a starting role uh, somewhere, uh, you know, anywhere in the defense. Uh, I think he's versatile enough to do so. So, uh, you know, I love the move. And uh, with that, let's go to the big talk of the week and how the Argos were interested, or still interested, I guess, in Ty Cat's veteran defensive end, Jagera Davis. Uh, the double blue are actually now favorites to land the 31-year-old pass rusher. Uh, Argonauts def new defensive coordinator Corey Mace was coaching with Calgary when Davis came into the CFL in 2016 and uh, helped develop the talented pass rusher. Mace and Davis spent three years together with the Stampeders, winning a Grey Cup in 2018. Now, my initial thoughts on this are... I'm excited. <laughs> like... I can't really uh, say anything other than that. Um, you know, he is a very talented player within the CFL. He is a veteran now at 31 years of age, but I think he could bring something to this Toronto defense. Uh, it always helps to get pass rushers and, you know, 
Uh, we've seen that with uh, the defensive front at the start of the year last year. This team was hungry, and they were you know, a dominant force coming at you uh, face-on, and teams are having a tough time adjusting to that. And I think if you improve the defensive line, which is something I circled uh, at the end of last year looking at you know, potential improvement, um, I think this is a great add. Jagarit is, you know, he's a proven CFL stud. Uh, we've seen what he's done in his past. We just saw what he did with the Thai Cats, and I know he is getting older and regression is bound. And I know a lot of people that I've talked about this, they kind of related this to the Charleston Hughes situation. I don't think it's quite like that in a way. I, I know they're both veteran, you know, CFL stars, but I think uh, Jagarit still has stuff left in the tank. I think he's, Jagarit's going to, you know, He's going to be a force if he is here in the double blue. So Davis, I'm excited for that. I'm hope hopefully they bring him in. Like hopefully they do because if so, you know, not only does that make the Argo stronger uh, on paper, it also helps you know improve and uh, develop the younger guys that Toronto brings in. And you know that veteran leadership is always crucial no matter at what point of the season, and it often goes underlooked, but uh, overlooked. Sorry, but um, you know he is. A very good football player and the stuff he's done in the ZFL I would gladly take him on this roster so I'm hoping that happens um, you know I think we can find a start starting role for him relatively quick but if they wanted to I guess you know rotational because uh, his age if he did want to keep him healthy and durable for the you know the stretch uh, maybe you know give time uh, throughout the lineup but you know rotational peaks I think he could be good he doesn't like he's more known as, you know, a quarterback, you know, getting to the quarterback kind of pass rusher instead of, you know, run stopping. And, uh, you know, we have seen Argo's defensive players already being good at the run. So, you know, maybe uh, he doesn't provide exactly what the Argos are, you know, looking for in terms of just pass rushing. But I think he just as a player as a whole, I think what he can do stopping the run and getting to the quarterback, he is just an absolute stud. And I think he makes his Toronto defense look a lot more scarier uh, for opposing offenses uh, if they did add, you know, the CFL star. So um, bring home Davis. Well, I guess not home, but bring Davis to Toronto. Uh, so please, I would be so excited to see that at BMO Field next year. But before I end this kind of little recap episode, I do want to thank Darius Bladak for, uh, you know, following the Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he was an absolute stud this year for the Argonauts. So I just want to give him a quick shout. Uh, we love that, and we appreciate that so much. Um, also, just one more thing on the, you know, QB talk. This team has a leader now. And this was a hole for a large part of the offseason. A lot of people got interesting and, you know, talked about potential candidates. And even I did that, too. Of course, it's the offseason. We're working in, you know, sports media and journalism and stuff like that where, you know, it's the off season. It's a little dry, so you want to spark some interest, you know, get some clicks and views. Um, but, you know, they got their leader. This is the guy for Toronto. And it might not be the flashiest ad. It might not be the ad that gets talked about, all this and that. But it is the best ad, in my opinion. And there's no denying that. McLeod's going to come in here next year as the number one. He's going to get that opportunity for the first time to have the playbook, or, like, created around him and his game and what he brings from the start of the season uh Simmons and you know whoever else they bring in to compete for the quarterback spot I'm sure you know they are also fantastic arms but 
this is going to be McLeod's team for this year. If uh, if Austin and you know whoever whoever else they bring in, sorry I butchered that completely. I've been filming a lot of episodes today, but uh, you know whoever they bring in behind McLeod, um, I think maybe they're gonna follow his apprenticeship kind of role, like he did for so many years with Toronto. Uh, I'm happy for McLeod to get this opportunity. I genuinely am. I think he's a fantastic football player, and I really think he's gonna take this team to new heights. And, you know, the talk around the team is, you know, we have unfinished business with many guys saying that. So I'm looking forward to that. This team is special. They're going to do some special things. I'm literally counting down the days until I'm back at BMO Field uh, with the double blue. So, you know, they've had a very crazy offseason so far. uh, And it's, you know, about to ramp up with free agency right around the corner. So, if they add Davis, that's a win in my books. I'll have you a full episode breaking that down. If it does happen, I'm hoping it happens. And, uh, you know, this team does still need some running back help, uh, maybe some spots on defense as well. So I don't think it's going to be a massive free agency splash for the Argonauts, but uh, I think they are going to make some, you know, impressive moves. And, uh, you know, this team is hungry, and they are going to be a force next year. So I'm really excited for that. Go Argos, go. That's all for me today. Thank you guys all for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, make sure you check out the socials and the website for articles and all that stuff for the latest coverage on your favorite team in the CFL, your Toronto Argonauts. We are diehard fans. Uh, you know We're going into the sports media business, and uh, this is all free and free coverage for you guys, and we put in the work. So uh, you know, check us out and uh, spread the word because we appreciate it, and uh, we love you guys, and thank you for listening. That is all from me. Go Argos, go. See you guys again next week.